If you're spending a lot of time trying to lower your CPAs, take a step back and think when the last time you tried to increase your AOV is. Welcome back to the Built in Public podcast, folks. This is episode nine. Appreciate you tuning in. We're officially two months into publishing this podcast, and man, it's been life changing. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, thank you guys for listening. Um, Wherever you're listening now, if you could do us a flavor, leave a review like the podcast. If you enjoy this kind of content, you, your colleagues, your friends might also enjoy it. Share it. Helps us grow. Do us a flavor and uh, tell us your favorite flavor of potato chips. And if it's not, if it's salt and vinegar, you can exit out of this now because I don't really need you listening to this podcast. (laughs) Wow. Also, we've been really enjoying all the comments we're getting on social media over at Built In Pod on TikTok and Instagram. We post content from the show and just other stuff that we're actively doing in our projects. So if you want to engage with some of that, go check us out there. There's a lot more there too than you think. Like I, I didn't realize we were getting so many comments of actually like specific questions and specific things we're talking about. Yeah, because um, when we started it, it's like we're going to post content related to this, right? We're not dancing on TikTok. So how many people are on TikTok that actively want to view this kind of content and engage with it? And it seems like there's we're in some kind of pocket. Of there's more that. than we thought. Yeah. For sure. At least at this at this early on. Yeah. All right, guys. This week we have a fun subject to get into. We are going to be talking about ways to increase your AOV. Uh, some tips that we've found along the way working on our own e-com projects, but also working in the agency world. And then also a case study of the good and bad tests we've done with our brand Smoke Honest. AOV, if you don't know, average order value. It's the average customer checkout that you know a customer would check out on your site with. So it ranges depending on your store, what your store sells. Um, if you have higher ticket items, your AOV is going to be typically a lot higher. If you sell pencils and pens, your AOV is probably really low. Yep. And at the end of the day, when you're a business and your primary goal is to generate revenue, you can generate more revenue in two different ways. You can either increase the amount of sales that you're producing, so innately just bringing in more customers, or you can keep the same amount of customers, but increase the average order value of those customers. Those are really the two levers that you can pull when trying to increase your average order value. We do a ton of episodes and we'll continue to do episodes and content around the former in terms of like increasing average or increasing sales, increasing conversion rate, uh, ad optimizations. But uh, with this episode in particular, we are going to be doing average order value optimization. Yeah, I think those two ways increase sales or increase average order value. One, you have a, you know, a lot more control over, which is your order value versus sales. There's, you have a lot less control over. It could be your specific sales channel that you don't have control over. It could be uh, your ads just stop performing. It could be the ad platform disallowed you or is blocking your ads from showing. So average order value is a much, it's a, it's a really good topic to talk about because we have full control over that. Mm-hmm. And another thing is it's not always sexy, right? It's not as cool as running Facebook ads or testing out this new app on Shopify, but it's 
sometimes the easiest thing to do because you're already selling the thing. How do you increase the value of the thing or increase, uh, you know, the average cart of the customer when they're buying the thing? It's kind of the lowest hanging fruit opportunity, I think, that a lot of people might overthink. Um, people discount it, I think, particularly because it's not sexy. But increasing your average order value, even a few dollars, a lot of times can make your business go from not profitable to profitable. Yeah, it makes a huge change. It's a massive difference. And so. we'll show like these small changes we made helped us increase our average order value by, you know, I think it was like 60% for a short period of time. And that's a lot easier than trying to reduce your acquisition cost by 60%. Yeah. And I think for like one product stores, this is a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. But after two, three products, this becomes a very real thing that you have to focus on. One product stores, you can't change your AOV by much, right? All you're doing is increasing or decreasing the price pretty much unless you're adding more products. Yep, there's things you could do. We'll get into some of those ideas. Some basic ideas of th- uh, ways that you can improve your average order value with what you sell. You can do one-click upsells. I'm sure you've seen those before, or sometimes they're called like on ClickFunnels OTO. I think it's one-time offer. Once someone has purchased, present a one-time offer at a deal for them to just click to add into their existing order. So you know they buy the product, they go through the checkout process, they then get a pop-up or a page with this discounted special deal. That's one way. You do bundle and save deals where you're bundling multiple different products together, make the bundle price cheaper than if someone was to individually buy the rest of the products on their own. Free shipping incentive, so offer free shipping on orders that reach a certain value if you're smart about it and you're intentionally setting that value at a price that makes people increase their average order value. So say like, I don't know, your cheapest product or your most expensive product is $70 and you set the average order value or you set the free shipping price to $75, that's going to make someone increase their average order value. Some other options we have we've got cross sells cross selling just is it's very similar to an upsell but typically you're cross selling similar products meaning those products have to relate to each other so for example a pair of shoes and shoelaces that is an easy cross sell if you want different colored shoelaces it's a really bad really poor example but um, and the last is just increasing pricing right you can change your pricing of a product you can also have multiple different options for that product's price, depending. You're either running A-B tests and showing different landing pages to different consumers, um, or you can have different options in terms of like payment terms, right? They could be uh, a yearly payment, a monthly payment, and you can have different product prices that way. Yeah. And we've talked about seeing these kind of tactics done in the real world outside of, um, you know, e-com and other smaller projects. Like like we talked about USPS and even airlines recently. Airlines, I just bought tickets recently for a flight and there's so many add-ons. There's the protection for your flight, the whatever COVID protection, you want to upgrade to choose your seating. There's so many different things that they add on in the purchase process. And all that is, is ways for them to increase the order value at their AOV. And then one more thing, so, uh, Mason, what you're saying, like stores that sell one product, there's ways where you don't need to spend R&D on developing a new, prod, uh, new product and then manufacturing it and then supplying it and selling it. There's I've seen stores do things like porch pirate protection, which is oh, like yeah. the dumbest thing. It's really like if your thing gets stolen, we'll you know, send you a new one. Yep. Like that's, <laughs> and depending on your niche, if you're selling to a very paranoid niche, prepper niche, that is uh, watching horror stories on news of ring cameras capturing people stealing stuff, then that's an easy thing to add on to increase your average order value. Porch pirate security, porch pirate insurance, pretty much. Mm -hmm. I love this idea. We should, um, yeah, I mean, for the survival prepper niche, obviously, that's prime time. Yeah. 
So how did we implement this within our brand Smoke Honest? So SmokeHonest.com, again, uh, modern cannabis accessories, all predominantly e-com. So we took two different approaches at increasing the AOV. One was a success and one not so much success. Between February and April of 2022, to give you a picture, the AOV was about 78 bucks. And you may be thinking, why are we taking this approach instead of generating more sales? Um, Over that period of time, we tested a bunch of paid media. None of them backed out. So we went the other direction to pull the other level in terms of AOV and see if we can increase our revenue by increasing that value. And here's what we saw. So here's our fat, massive fail was just adjusting the pricing. I adjusted the pricing of a, a few of our products, I guess all of our best sellers by not not by a ton, but like prices that it could be between 10 and 20% changes in prices. So for example, uh, we changed our pipe from $75 to $85. In the three days that we had adjusted these prices, our conversion rate dropped from one and a half percent to 0.3%. Almost no sales across those three days. And the easiest thing, right, obviously the one thing we changed was the price. Customers that had either saw the cheaper price previously were now not enthused to buy the more expensive price or customers came to our site for the first time and just thought we were too expensive. So, I mean, it, it was just a three-day test. Um, I wouldn't say that's enough data to necessarily conclude a, a real a real drop, but there was enough there that we needed to change something fast. So, yeah, stop the bleeding. So, increasing the price itself didn't help us increase our AOV. So, the other approach we took was doubling down on bundling. We started using an app on Shopify called UFE Upsells and Cross Sells, which adds in um, you know behavioral upsells into your Shopify store according to the rules that you set around products and pricing and whatnot. So we expanded that a bit more. We started adding on different product options into our capsule water pipe, the bong, and started playing with you know, under other bundling options. And what we saw was an increase in the average order value over a period of time. So let's see, I think we were right around, our average order value was right around 75-ish. Um, and after adding the bundles, the AOV increased to $96, a really large increase um, and really good for the brand to even be near $100. Uh, yeah. We only have one product that is actually over $100. So for our AOV to be that high is, is really good for us. Yeah, that's that 60% I was talking about earlier where uh, we tried paid media the three months before and went negative. So that wasn't a 60% increase in sales or revenue, but doing this resulted in that. And the overall hypothesis of something I didn't mention earlier, but it's kind of something I've found true across a lot of different niches is buyers like to buy. When someone's made the decision in their mind uh, to make a purchase decision, it's very easy to get them to buy other products once they've already bought into your brand and your catalog. Like the Trader Joe's checkouts where they put mints and shit. The impulse buy. Yeah. It's, oh, I'm already pulling out my credit card. I might as well add this on too. Yeah, an important thing, we're not, um, the increase in the AOV here, none of it was an upsell. So none of the products that we introduced in the purchase process were more expensive than the product that they had already decided to purchase, which I think is important for the impulse buying decision. Yeah, Um, you're not going to buy a $30 product mm -hmm. and then add on a $150 product. It's going to be vice versa. Yeah, buyers like to buy for sure. 
so that was with Smoke Honest. We're continuing to build out more bundles to try to increase and keep that AOV steadily north or around $100. So we'll continue to keep you guys updated with that process as we optimize. Some other examples from our past agency world, working with different clients in the kind of you know, online info space. So we ran a lot of funnels where people, marketing funnels where people are opting in for an ebook or a guide or a report. After that opt-in for that free content, they then are served a sales letter or a video sales letter or a video webinar where that prospect is then pitched on a info product from the person that delivered the ebook. And that pitch is basically a paid pitch to buy whatever you know paid product there is. With one client, what we saw is we had an ebook to a VSL and then they sold a kind of like a ticket, an online ticket to something. And we had two price points. One was $29, the other was $250. What we were seeing is that the vast, vast majority of people were buying at the $29 mark. So the AOV was, you know, slightly over $30 or, or so. Uh, but we wanted to get that AOV up to justify, you know, higher cost per acquisitions and be able to scale our media even more. So we decided to introduce a mid-tier product priced at $57. That product had minimal extra effort on uh, the side of the client to add in resources to deliver and fulfill. Uh, it was all digital. And what we saw is that the AOV increased 65% with that minimal effort of including the mid-tier price. So again, the prices now were $29, $57, and $250. And why I think this worked is because now people were seeing that $57 price point as a deal. Whereas before the $29 and $250 are so far apart, that's hard to convince a cold prospect that's maybe not even heard of you before to make a big purchase decision at $250. However, if you introduce a $57 product, that's so close to the $29 value that it's almost a deal comparatively in the stack. Um, so again, that's an easy way to increase the AOV if you're selling something online. If you're only selling one version, introduce more product options to people because again, buyers like to buy. And I've seen this across multiple different niches. I've seen it in crypto. I've seen it in you know, prepper, survivalist goods. Um, the whole info space uses it everywhere. Yeah. I think it's important to say for these three price points, that middle price point, I think it's, it's better from a psychology standpoint to be closer to the lower price yeah, than the higher be. price. It has to be closer to the lower price. Yeah. Like if you did 29, 200 and 250, you probably wouldn't see much of an increase to AOV. Yeah. we can get into the TLDR of this. So if you're looking to increase revenue for your business, one of the first places you should be addressing is your customer average order value, one of the most overlooked but lowest hanging fruit areas of opportunity. Through low impact optimizations like product bundling or understanding your consumer psyche and adequately positioning product option pricing, you can improve your AOV and drive more revenue without lifting a finger on customer acquisition or media optimization. So uh, long story short, if you're spending a lot of time uh, wheel spinning, trying to lower your CPAs or increase your CVR, your conversion rate, uh, take a step back and think when the last time you tried to increase your AOV is because that can make a major impact in the rest of your efforts as a business. Boom. Boom. That's episode nine. All right, folks. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Again, like, subscribe, share wherever you're listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a little deep dive case study that you might find interesting. But until then, have a great week and we'll see you next week. Adios. We really need a sign off. Yeah, we do.